do agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better. waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> well, it's another Monday here at Wake Up With KC. I'm Kimberly. And, you know, there is some, you know, unique and what unique ways to transform our lives. And there it is a, a, a physical, it's a mental, and it's also a spiritual. And connecting all those aspects in each one of us, it makes a transformation for the better. And I came across somebody that is not only a certified personal trainer, but she's an energy and wellness coach. And she helps others create lasting wellness in their lives. And she joins us today. Please welcome Grace Wesson. Hello, Grace. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. So happy to be here. Well, you know, I came across your story and, you know, being a personal trainer, you're also an energy and wellness coach and you help others create lasting wellness in their lives but you cover physical, mental, and spiritual wellness in a fun, non-judgmental way. So can you please share with us a little bit about yourself and how you do that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, like you said, I'm a certified personal trainer and that's kind of what got me like my foot in the door in this realm, but really like all the things that happened in my life up until this point is what got me here, right? Um, and I think it was just my background of only focusing on weight loss throughout my entire life. And because that was my only focus, I, I was never actually learning how to take care of myself. I was never actually learning um, how to take care of my mental health and my spiritual health and all of these other things that if you're only focusing on one small aspect and all the others are falling to the wayside, you're never going to come to a place of like actually feeling well. And like one little thing that clicked in my mind is like all these people have these quote unquote wellness things they do, wellness routines, wellness tips. And it's like drinking celery juice every day or, you know, um, only eating a raw diet and all this stuff. And people try to conform to that. And because they're, you know, being told that like, this is for your wellness, but they hate it. <laughs> they try to do it and they don't feel well. So for me, um, because uh, being physically active has been just like a theme throughout my entire life, I played sports um, and I just did a lot of different activities. But when I finally got to a point where I started being physically active uh, for myself and just like getting in the gym, just just to get in the gym and like move and feel good without this this aspect of weight loss driven behind it. Um, the door started opening up from there. And then I could start to look at all the other aspects of my life where I was like, I need to learn how to um, create wellness in my spirituality, in my mental health, all these other areas. It's not just about one or the other. Um, it's about this whole thing. And and when it comes to being fun and non-judgmental, it's like, I, um, I don't teach weight loss at all. Um, I don't help anybody lose weight intentionally. Sometimes people start working with me and it happens because your body naturally changes right throughout your entire life. Um, but my philosophy is entirely about 
people getting to know themselves so that they can build these routines that are um, taking different parts of their life that they actually enjoy and incorporating that more into their daily routines and stepping away from the things that they hate. Like, like for me, I'm not a runner. I hate running. I don't even like most cardio, like all of that stuff. Like it's, and, and for so much of my life, I was trying to force myself into that. Right. Cause that's what I thought I needed to do, like to lose weight or something. And when I finally got to the point where I was like, Hey, I don't have to do this if I don't want to, like, there's no point in like forcing myself to get on this treadmill. If I hate it, it's detrimental to my mental health it's detrimental to me even wanting to go to the gym in the first place so let me explore these other avenues um, with weightlifting and all these other things that I can do that I actually really do enjoy and now I'm motivated to go there every day because I love it and I want to be there and so that's something that I want to share with everyone and really help people kind of step away from following whatever the trend is currently and really starting to sit down with themselves learn about themselves um and identify within themselves what are the kinds of things that light me up, that make me feel good, that give me energy, and what are the kind of things that are actually taking away, you know, happiness for me and, and draining things from my life, and how do I step away from those and incorporate more of the things I love, so. Wow, and would you agree that it is a mindset, and it I call it epigenetics, emotional energetic traumas that have been passed down to why people also suffer in their well-being and 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 being feeling the way they think about but they struggle with because they don't understand that kind of aspect of you know the 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 limited beliefs the mental programming and the emotional energetic traumas it's all connected somehow of why people suffer and they're not content they don't feel that well-beingness absolutely i do agree and that's funny you mentioned that because i'm actually later today getting my first past life regression therapy session done so that's going to be really interesting but um so i do agree with you on all of that and i think that once you start to open the door to there's so many more avenues um of mental wellness, of emotional wellness to explore. Um, you know, once you dip your toe in, you can kind of start going further and further and seeing that there's so many layers to this. And, um, but that can be really scary, right? To try to just like dive in and unpack all of that at one time. And I think most of us as people, just the way that we grew up with all having so much input, especially nowadays, we're getting so much input from social media, from just the TV, from the news, everything. Um, we're not taking time at all to even like check in with ourselves on a daily basis, right? And actually sit down and say, what do I truly believe? What do I even feel? Can I even identify how I'm feeling right now? Like, I feel like blah, you know, but I don't know what that means. I don't know why. I don't know where it's coming from. Um, so a lot of what I do in my energy coaching is helping people to identify the different energies they experience in their life, whether that's like mental energy, physical energy, emotional energy, um, restorative energy, spiritual energy, all these different energies. And it really, I give like an identity to them so that it becomes easier to sit down and identify, you know, am I feeling high in this type of energy or low? And if I'm feeling one or the other, like if I'm feeling low, what are the things that I know for me I can easily turn to to get a boost in that area of life that I enjoy doing, whether it's just picking up a book that you love or listening to your favorite song, going for a walk outside, Things like that where you before you can even dive into like the, the years and history and layers and layers of emotional and spiritual trauma that you might be carrying, you have to first sit down with yourself and like base level, like identify where you're at. And I think that's something that 
a lot of us don't do. And we spend so much of our lives kind of following what people are telling us. So even if we don't think that that's true, like we, we are, if you're not taking the time to daily, like daily, every day, sit down with yourself and check in with what you truly believe and how you're feeling, you're going to just kind of fall into whatever's happening around you. And I think I kind of experienced a lot of that for myself growing up where I was put, um, a lot of pressure was put on me from a very young age, like eight, nine years old to lose weight. And so I, before I could even come to terms with how I felt about my body, I was being told that my body was wrong and it needed to be changed. And that kind of set the tone for literally the next, uh, I don't even know how many years until I think I was about, um, even it was after I had my son and he's only two and a half years old, like weight loss was very much a, a theme in my life and I never achieved it. Like I'd be thin for a while and then I'd gain even more weight than I started with. And then I'd, I'd lose it all and then I'd gain even more. And so it was like this constant back and forth. And I had so much of my self work tied up into, you know, why can't I maintain this? Why can't I do this? Why are all my siblings thin? You know, like, why, why am I the, the oddball out and, you know, like all these things. And I kind of got to a point where uh, I finally realized I was when I when I discovered weightlifting is kind of when I really started to look at my body in a different way and uh, start to love like I would start to see changes that had nothing to do with me losing weight and like just getting stronger and being able to lift more. And I started to really enjoy that. And I was able to kind of realize that I was feeling so much better and it wasn't because I was losing weight. It was because I was spending on spending time moving my body in ways that I really loved. And then from there, I was starting to find more ways to like have these actual beneficial outlets for any stress or anxiety, depression, all these things I was feeling and actually learn about myself because I spent the first 22 years of my life essentially ignoring myself, right? And just doing what I thought I had to do, um, despite how I felt about it. So um, I think that there's so many people and of course, women especially get a lot of feedback on their bodies, right? And the way that they look physically. And I have seen so many transformations of people that I've worked with where they feel so just relieved to have a trainer or a coach or someone who's working with them because they they want to they want to work out right they want to be physical they want to move their body for various reasons but taking away that pressure of weight loss from it and like giving um giving people permission to have other goals that it's not like a waste of time to be in the gym or to be moving your body or exercising um, if weight loss isn't your goal, that's not the only reason to do it, right? So there's so many other benefits. And that's kind of what started everything. And I got into personal training, um, because I just love the gym, and I love working out. And I was like, I, I want to help other people do this. And from there, because then I, that kind of just interjected me into even more into like the industry, right, the wellness and fitness industry. And immediately I was like, I do not belong here. Like not, not here, not in the way that it, that it's represented right now, not in the way that I'm seeing it, especially on Instagram, like being uh, what I call like, you know, a fat coach, a fat personal trainer is very um, counter counterintuitive to what most people tend to look for in the fitness industry and what's represented. And I was seeing so much thing, like so many things that were one unhealthy and just not even they're not even wellness like they're doing so many things that are actually detrimental to your wellness and if you're doing things that are detrimental to your mental health or your emotional health 
it's, it's not going to matter if your physical health gets better because you're not actually going to feel any better. So at that point, I started to kind of carve my own space um, and just build my own community of other people who, you know, felt like me. They, they want to be a part of the fitness, you know, I don't even want to say industry because we don't want to be part of the fitness industry. We want to be kind of our own thing. That's like, and, and like wellness, I even sometimes struggle using the term like a wellness coach because a lot of people then also think that like, I'm going to tell them to be like drinking green drink or like use some like goop products. They're like, you know, there's so many, all these other things that's like, they're so unnecessary. Um, and I hate that fitness and wellness kind of gets wound up in this very, um, almost superficial thing now. And a lot of it is social media, right? But I really want to take, and that's where the energy coach thing comes in. It's like, I want to take all of this and I want to make it so much deeper. I want to make it something that is substantial, sustainable, and something that people really love. And that's adding joy and pleasure to their lives as opposed to restricting them or taking things away. Wow. And you just covered the, the next question <laughs> I was going to ask you. What is the difference between fitness and wellness? And you just like put it right out there. I was like, okay, next question. Um, so then would it be safe to say that it's wellness is a mindset and it is an, you know, what you think and what you believe you become. And not only with the limited beliefs that we're, we come into this earth and we're told all this that, you know, we don't know any better. We trust, the, you know, mm -hmm. our parents or whoever is raising us that they know better because they're older and supposed to be wiser. But <laughs> you wouldn't agree to that today because yeah. look around. Mm -hmm. And with that being said... How do you approach that kind of these limited beliefs with, with your clients to get them to like wake up and be aware like, hey, you know, look at your generational cycles here and patterns that what if those are the beliefs from their traditions, from what they believed and you just took it on to become yours? How right. can we change that? Well, how do you go about helping yeah you so I do have like some various exercises that I do and like I said I think it all really stems back to for me is getting people to spend time every single day sitting down and ident trying to at least identify where their head's at right now like what do you believe whether it's something that was given to you whether it's something you came up on your own like just try to identify the belief around you know I'll, and I'll break it down like beliefs around your body beliefs around what you should be doing with your life beliefs around what makes you a valuable human like all these things and just first identify where you're at right now like what do I believe because some of us couldn't even answer that question after we were asked you know um, so sitting down and, and discovering those things. And then from there, really digging in and trying to remember, okay, at what point in my life did I decide that this was true and where did it come from? You know, like for me, like, you know, as far as the weight loss thing, like I can identify very specifically, like being put on my first diet at eight years old. Sorry. <laughs> I have a tiny bit of a cold. <clears throat> I'm looking for my water. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I've done a lot of talking today. Um, I can identify where that belief came from and it took me many, many years to overcome it. But the way that I did it was through finding a new belief and identifying mm -hmm. what I truly believe. 
Sorry, is there any way to pause so I can get water? I don't know if you can edit yep. this. Or if it's, okay. You know, go get some water. <laughs> okay. I'll be right back. Let me okay. be right back. All right, sorry about that. Apparently there's like some major throat chakra stuff going on with this Gemini new moon thing and it's it is very much affecting me. <laughs> oh my god, you need to speak up more. Yeah, yeah, it was funny cuz somebody said something about it on Instagram and I was like, "Oh my god, I've had a sore throat for the past like 2 weeks and like I have to do so much talking." <laughs> so, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to like cuz I'm going to ed edit some of this. Perfect. So perfect. we're just going to Okay, so Grace, there's something that I find very fascinating when I, I went through, you know, because I do my research on my guests and whatnot. But not only are you into weight and wellness, but can you explain witchery? How yeah. does that tie <laughs> into what it is that you do in helping others as well? Absolutely. So um, you, I'm sure you found my podcast or saw somewhere that I do have a podcast called Weights, Wellness, and Witchery. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I can talk about this. So I was raised Christian. And um, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I could, I could do a whole episode about that. But um, by the time I was, I think, 13, 14 is when I kind of started to like step away from that. And, and I just for so many reasons, very toxic. And it was like very much already affecting me yet because I'd been there my whole life. Right. And uh, so I started to step away. And of course, the first thing that I wanted to do is rebel as hard as possible. So I was like, I'm an atheist. There's nothing else in this world. I don't believe anything. I'm just going to do whatever I want kind of thing. And, and when you're young, when you're a teenager, you're already like, trying to figure out <laughs> life and what you believe and who you are and what you consider good and bad or how you perceive yourself and all these things. So of course it was just like, you know, I did things that teenagers do and all the way up until I think I was about 22, 23. I think honestly, probably it was still like, I had some ideas that like, I thought there was energy forces in the universe. Right. But I never really like spent time diving into it exploring it i was just kind of like you know i'm sure there's something out there i don't know what it is but whatever uh it's it's not something i'm interacting with or that i care about um and when i got pregnant i think like i don't know like it just first of all just rocked my world and i was already in the middle of like going through a transformation i had quit my job and like moved and done all these things because i knew i needed a change and then i got pregnant so that was like another thing on top of that and just going through that process and giving birth, I had, like, the most, like, it was it was a rough birth, but afterwards, like, it was a very insanely spiritual experience that I did not expect to have. And after that, I started to feel, like, so physically connected with some type of energy and just, like, all of these things. Like, I had just felt a way that I'd never felt before. Um, and so since then, that's been about two and a half years, I've really started to create 
these little rituals and like the witchery thing. I use that term because I feel like it kind of encompasses like so many different things, right? Like it, it's anything that you're doing where you are spending time to personally connect with the earth or the energy of the earth or anything that you believe really, whether that be a God, many gods, um, the universe, um, like some collective consciousness, or even just like the power inside of your own mind that you haven't unlocked yet. Um, all these things that feel like magic and some are magic or whatever you believe, right? Spending time to actually focus in on your own physical kind of energy. And I don't mean physical energy, like, you know, having energy to run around, but like this physical energy that's actually in your body and emanating from your body and you are putting out these intentions and this energy into the universe. So spending time to sit down and actually direct that energy into a way that's beneficial for you and others. And to find that sense of connectivity and like connection for me, it's all about connecting with the earth. I'm a very, I'm a Taurus. So I'm a very physical earthy person. Um, that's why I love working out. It's all about my body and I love being in nature and just like sitting in the dirt, all that kind of stuff. So for me, it's all about connecting with the earth, connecting with, um, connecting with the moon, connecting with other people, connecting with anything that is in our physical realm. Although I do delve into some more like, you know, less, well, like more ethereal kind of things as well. Um, a lot of it for me is, is spending time connecting to nature and actually directing my energy intentionally into things and spending time to be grateful for the things that I have and things in existence and having something that's bigger than me. It's kind of like this external energy source that I can tap into when I need that extra bit. And so I find all of that very fascinating. And it's something that, you know, whether or not you hardcore believe in magic or spells or whatever, anything like that, it's something that is it kind of keeps the sense of wonder alive, you know, something that we lose as children. Um, mm -hmm. well, we have as children and then we lose as adults. And so for me, it's kind of like re-experiencing magic and just the universe in ways like through new eyes again. And so, um, yeah, that's how the witchery plays in. And it, it's a big part of my life and a big part of like my routines and a big part of how I kind of look for more guidance when I'm feeling lost and things like that. So it's something that I like to share with people as well. Wow, that is impressive, Grace. And, and and it sort of does make sense. There is something bigger and greater that, you know, coming from that Christian, I'm, I'm going to say any religion for that bunch. Yeah. Because it, I don't believe that uh, God created that. You know, and come to the, through, it was like digging a rabbit hole through my transformation <laughs> and, you know, like you want to call it spiritual awakening. And what I discovered, and it was like, wow, it's like, We've been living a lie. We've been deceived. And it's like a false identity of who we are. And could that also be a root to why, you know, people struggle the way they do, especially with their weight and, and, and their well-being, their mental and all that? Could that contribute to why? Oh, absolutely. Um, I know for me personally, growing up in that environment, like instilled so much guilt and shame into me as a human from the very start, especially in Christianity. And I'm sure other religions too, you were taught that like you are a shameful sinner and like you, you are doomed from the start unless you, you know, turn to God and let him make your decisions. And it's also, they also give you this feeling of 
if you're not following the Bible, you're not following what Jesus wanted you to do, you on your own are never going to be able to be a good person. You on your own are never going to be able to make the right decisions, right? Like, like you need this guidance or you are going to do bad things. So it also gives you like this impression that humans are just inherently bad and that nobody has good intentions in a sense, right? Unless you are relying on this uh, this other being which has been almost very humanized in this religion as well so it's very strange um and like like i said that's like we could get into all of that but i do think that um especially if you have been born into a religion and essentially been forced into it growing mm -hmm. up right it's not something you found because you were drawn to it it's something that was just taught to you from the start and it's something like in my case my parents were just doing it because they came across it at some point and then they, they, you know, they met each other and they were starting a family. So they were like, oh, this is, you know, this is a good thing to do to have our kids in church and we'll be in church and we'll be around all these good people and like all that stuff. And essentially like it, it caused me, I think way more trauma than it ever did any good for me. Um, and it's not their fault. It's not my parents' fault. They didn't, neither of them are go to church anymore neither of them are really christian anymore either so they were they were lost as well and they were just trying to do their best and then I mean, we could get at a whole thing about that right like our parents <laughs> and like you said when you're young you think that adults know everything and then you become an adult and you're like oh nope no nope. <laughs> no they don't <laughs> no they do not well not only that but it's just then you know you you learn that well well they did things just as bad and why are you know the pastors the popes and all of them oh yeah oh but they're they're different mm -hmm. or they're a higher above yeah you. it's okay for us to get away with it but not you right absolutely yeah and, so, and that's why hypocrisy I'm confused is just, i'm saying yeah. like, wait a minute here this doesn't sound right yeah and then no. it's, it's confusion to I believe others because it, it got me confused. Like, wait a minute, something's not right about this religion thing. Mm -hmm. Yet, you know, oh, but we, you know, you got to do this. Only you got to do this, but I can do this, and I'll be forgiven and right. get away with it. Or, you know, it, it, it's just like mind-boggling of how this keeps going on, and it is about. If you understand history and how everything started, even from our origins and how we were created, it it just blows my mind, like how people are so desynthesized in the programming and they're running around like being busy, not taking time to connect with themselves and whatnot. They're like running around like robots. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and so much, and when like you start talking about the religion, it's like, I was just having this conversation with my boyfriend the other day, but it's like, it creates a perfect, like mini community for there to be a very, very bad power dynamic, a very unbalanced power dynamic. And you see that in other communities as well. But I think anytime you have, um, it's almost, like, I don't want to say it's like a cult, but it's almost like a cult. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, um, and like, I know that people who have been in worse cults probably don't think that it's quite the same, but like it is, it, there is some aspects there. And um, it, it allows these spiritual leaders to get away with things and continue to get away with things for forever. Right. Um, and yeah, I think that one thing that doesn't allow us, like we're kind of put into this world and like we're fed down this like tunnel of go to school, get a job, you know, nine to five, start doing this, this and that. Some people are like naturally um, 
like naturally just go against the grain, right? Some people just like, they're never going to fit in that way. But then there's other people that kind of just, oh, most of us just get put down that, that track and then do, 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 there we go. And, and before you know it, like you've never even had a chance to sit down and think about these things. You never even had time because you are working more. It's usually more than eight hours a day. Right. And the time that you have off, you're exhausted and you're stressed out and um, the last thing you want to do is like some deep spiritual work or like have emotions or anything like that. So it's kind of like a societal thing. Um, and I think that having religions and I'm not saying that all religions are bad. I do think that some people get beneficial things from religion. Um, and I think that um, what the problem is, is that organized religion can be a huge problem. Um, and the other problem is that a lot of us don't even, it gives us something to fall back on instead of actually having to do deep work and, and find out who we truly are. It's easier to be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm subscribing to this, you know, um, way of thought, this ideology. And it's easier for me to just look and say, okay, here's what I'm supposed to do. Here's what I'm not supposed to do. And when I die, this is what's going to happen. And that's that. And, uh, now I don't have to think about it anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that because I feel like that could be that could be a whole discussion right there. <laughs> we'll just have you on back when I talk about ancient, you know, how other aspects of religion. I would be more than happy to have you back on that. Um, but you were saying about society, society and whatnot. Um, that can also be, especially with how things have evolved, and you know, us running around being robots, always on, you know, the social media networks, the news, the commercials, it's all part of what's going on in here that is also creating issues energetically, mm -hmm. mentally, and physically because you're stressing your body out. Absolutely. And, you know, energy is caused from what you think and what you feel that creates the energy. So would you agree being a personal trainer and a wellness and energy coach that you got to change the energy as well? Like what's going on inside to have that transformation on the outside of things? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um yeah, you have to, right? <laughs> there is no, like I said before, like it's it's a it's a holistic thing, which means it includes all of these aspects, and those all come together to create what I would consider wellness in your life. And when you talk about, um, you know, the news and social media and all these things, I it it's stressful because it's this constant input that distracts you from yourself. Um, and that's outside of like the actual, you know, whatever, like techno technological waves and energy waves that are getting into our brain and stuff when you're just looking at a screen and things like that. But just having that constant feedback, like one of the best things I ever did was like just start reading. I had never been much of a reader in my life, but like putting down my phone and picking up a book, major changes for me because I was finally having like I was able to get out of my head, but in a way that was positive and I was having input that was positive, that was constructive, that was beneficial as opposed to being on Instagram or something all day and just reading all this terrible stuff. And especially right now, like getting off of Instagram is really important, <laughs> like not forever, but like taking some serious breaks from social media. Um, I do things like I'll put my phone in a different room like an hour or two before I go to bed. 
and I won't pick it up until the next morning after I finish my morning routine. And I'm not always like really great with that. But whenever I do feel like I'm getting overwhelmed or I'm feeling stressed out or disconnected from myself, that's like one of my go-tos. Um, I try not to watch the news. My boyfriend likes to watch the news, but I try to stay away from that. Um, and I'm not saying that's something that everyone has to do, but if you're noticing that you are feeling anxious, you're feeling stressed out, um, your body, your physical body responds to that in big ways. Your physical body responds to your mental health in big ways, whether you realize it or not. And when you are deep in the depths of like, I've been like, extremely depressed before I've been very very low and you don't realize how much that's having a physical effect on your body and I will say this like I don't usually like to talk about weight and stuff very much because that's just not what I talk about but I found this picture of me where I actually weigh 10 pounds less than what I weigh right now but it was one of my pictures that I was taking that was taken at my old job where I was like in a very high executive corporate position and I was stressed out beyond belief in the picture we took for like you know supposed to be like our official pictures and you can see on my face just like like how unhappy I was how unhealthy I was just how awful I felt like you could see it and it had nothing to do with my weight it had everything to do with how I was treating myself how I was living every day how I was taking care of myself or lack thereof um and all of that you know so it's like it very much will affect your physical body, the way that you are thinking and the way that you are feeling and what you're allowing to come into your, in your mind and, and into your thoughts as well. Wow. And it, it does, I, you know, being empathic, you know, I feel other people's energy and just that mm -hmm. the media is like brings so much negativity and you know now there's like misinformation disinformation and yeah. you and if you're programming yourself every day at five o'clock you know 12 o'clock in the afternoon the you know afternoon news and breaking news and it's six o'clock and the 11 o'clock you're constantly feeding in how can you even discern what it, what's truth absolutely it's 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 hard, right? Like it is hard, even if you're not watching the news that much. I know I like last year around this time got very, very, very sucked into social media. And um, I, I very much because a lot of things were happening, right? And social media was insane. It was just a crazy place to be. And I was ha I had so many feelings come up and I was letting myself like absorbing, right? Like doing the empathic thing of taking on all these other people's feelings and as well as letting these other people's feelings direct my feelings and direct the way that I thought about myself in the world without even taking, you know, a step back to take a breath and like assess all of the information that I had downloaded. And so, yeah, it, I mean, it's hard, especially in this world where everywhere you look, you're, you're getting information fed to you. Um, I won't say that I have it all figured out for sure when it comes to that stuff, what's true, what isn't, you know, um, about the universe, about the government, about whatever it may be, about, you know, different social issues and things like that. Um, it's very hard. All I know is that I, I do my best to, one, just try to stay away from, like, excessive news and, like, watching news all day and things like that. Obviously, I want to be aware of what's going on in the world because um, I do want to know that I am putting the effort that I can into changing things that I believe do need to be changed. And um, for me, that's even more than just, you know, whether it's more than like sending healing energy, right? Like if I can donate, if I can spend an hour helping someone, even if it's a close friend who needs help, like 
these small little things that you can do to help your community because you are not going to be able to solve the entire world's problems. You are not going to be able to know what's actually happening, why it's actually happening, unless you were just everywhere all the time, which none of us are. Um, so it, it, and that can be stressful, especially when you're someone who wants to help, who wants to be doing the right thing. Um, you gotta like, one, you gotta limit, you gotta limit your input. You gotta get off Instagram for, you know, put some screen time limits on your phone, turn off the news, stay aware, but then make sure that you are actually taking active steps instead of just stressing out about it. Um, doing whatever you can to make the world a better place, whatever that means to you. And I think that we really overlook helping people in our immediate community, which is a big thing. And cause people want to like, you know, go to Africa and build a church or something, which I don't even get started on that. But, um, <laughs> but that's not actually helping anybody. Um, so there's ways to actually have a direct impact on the people around you. And like, that can be a ripple effect. Right. And so I think like, it feels very daunting and very overwhelming when you're hearing about all of these things happening in the world. And is it true? Is it not? And there's so much hate and there's so much anger, but uh, what you can do is you can start with yourself and um, that's a really big, important step. Um, but beyond that, um, we do need to help others and we do need to help the people around us that we can help um, to the extent that we can help them. So that's kind of how I deal with it. Um, I try to unplug and I try to help. <laughs> I try to help as much as I can. And uh, other than that, I know that it's up to. Yeah, it's up to us. I yeah. mean, there's no one going to save us yeah. except for our, you know, saving ourselves. Mm -hmm. Then we can help others too. But exactly. it, it's a process. It doesn't happen like going through a McDonald's drive-through. You know, absolutely. Here you go. No, it doesn't work that way. No, it's it's a lifelong thing too, right? And like even like I feel like my journey too has been so many like iterations of learning more and more about myself and shedding my skin and coming into who I am and becoming firmer in my beliefs and changing my beliefs and finding new beliefs and like this and that. And still every day, still every day I have to sit down and be like, where am I at? What am I doing? I still get in funks from time to time. I still question myself from time to time. I still have bad body image days where I'm like, do I want to lose 30 pounds? Like do it. And like, I, you know, like I want to revert back to that. I'm like, I know which diet I could do right now to, to shed some pounds, but then I have to be like, okay, that's not going to solve. Like, what am I actually feeling? What is the actual problem here? What do I actually need to work on? Because I know that's not it. Cause I've done that before and I'm right back where I started. So yeah, it's absolutely, um, you got to do a lot of work on yourself. It's not easy. It's not always fun. And essentially it's never ending, <laughs> but you do get to a point where it becomes kind of second nature and you come to a point where you are in a position to be able to help others as well. And that's really what's going to change the world hopefully yep. at some point. So I agree with you. Do you have um, any upcoming events, workshops or anything that uh, you could share? Yeah, so I actually do. I haven't I haven't released this yet, but I'm about to in like any day now. So and it's for the <laughs> summer. So it actually is going to start uh, probably mid July, but it's essentially called it's the misfits of fitness summer camp. Um, it's just a mouthful. But I think if you identify as a misfit of fitness, you'll get it. Um, and it's basically just going to be this really awesome program that goes through the summer. I'm going to be coaching everyone virtually, we're going to have group uh, movement sessions. We're going to have all these kind of little mini competitions and stuff. There's going to be teams, t-shirts. It's going to be awesome. So if you are interested in 
just getting together with a group of people who consider themselves to be outside of the realm of typical fitness wellness industry people, but we're all very much about fitness and wellness. Um, we're going to be getting together. We're going to be moving our bodies. We're going to be learning about ourselves and it's going to be super awesome. So go over to my Instagram and you can sign up for that. Um, other than that, I do one-on-one coaching as well. So if anyone just wants to reach out to me, um, you can find me on Instagram at Total Wellness with Grace or on my website, which is just www.totalwellnesswithgrace.com. Well, you know what, Grace? It was a pleasure uh, being here with you today. And thank you for sharing your knowledge and wisdom and your story. And I'm definitely going to, the description of everything of how to get a hold of you. And I wish you the best of success with your midsummer work boot camp, whatever thank it you. is that you're going to do to help. So thank you for joining us. And it's always a pleasure meeting people like you and sharing them on my show. I yeah, just, thank I, you. I'm blown away with what you've done in your life and how you transformed your life. And I thank you for that. Thank you so much. Now, this was such an awesome interview. I've like, this were some of the most fun questions that I've had on a podcast interview. So I really appreciate that. And I love your energy. It's awesome. So I'm definitely going to be watching your show and following along from here on out. Oh, thank you so much, Grace. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Awesome. Have a great day. You too. Well, there is another great interview that I've had with Grace Weston. You can contact her with the description that I've listed if you want to join her uh, boot camp midsummer program with the Misfits Wellness Program. Then join and be transformed. Until then, I'll see you next Monday. Look forward to another amazing interview. This is Wake Up With KC. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope this episode helped you. Join me every Monday and you can reach out and say hey at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com. Have an amazing week and talk to you next Monday for more amazing topics to share with you that you don't want to miss.